That's right. Amen. Just think on that a bit more. Lord's going to let me preach that one of these days. I don't know where or when, but I trust Him with it. Turn to the book of Acts, chapter 16. Acts, chapter 16. Appreciate what's been said tonight. Appreciate the spirit that I can feel. Went home this afternoon and had been the kids for the veterinarian's office in Fort Payne. It was just me and I, I'll be honest, I, I was searching for the spirit a little bit. I, um, I guess I just felt a little empty. I just went all day long, had meetings all day long, but didn't really have time to think for myself, didn't have any time by myself much today. Was always with somebody else, and, and so when driving home, I just began to spend more time with the Lord in prayer, and asking Him about tonight, and asking Him what He'd do and what He'd have us do, and and I was just, I was just a little bit empty, and I needed something from Him, and and I uh, was listening to some things, to some music and some songs and some things, and. Just me in the house, you know, me in the house and the Lord. And He began to speak into my heart, and uh, and I began to get filled up a little bit. And the more I talked to Him and thanked Him for what He'd done, the more He just showed up on the scene. Mm-hmm. Had me a little spell there, me and the Lord at the house, and I thank Him for that. So now I'm going to spill on you. <laughs> Amen. We ought to do that. That's right. I. I that may sound crazy, but we all love one another so much <clears throat> that we spend time with the Lord just so we can be a benefit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I hope maybe not I may benefit to you. Acts chapter 16. <coughs> uh, Paul and Silas uh, were preaching the Word of God. You know how they are. Couldn't, couldn't help it. Wasn't going to change from it. Kind of like Brother Mike was testifying about earlier. They are just going to be who they was anyway. And some Romans got a hold of them said they're talking about some things that are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe. And so they commanded uh, that they be beaten. And stripes were laid upon them. Look at verse 23 and it says, And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. I want you to see all that. And it did not Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And the keeper of the prison, awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword, and would have killed himself, but uh, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, and sprang in, and came trembling, and fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out, and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Uh And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. And verse 32 says, And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. Now I want you to know, I was uh, just thinking about the services that we've been having lately. I 
I was thinking about the goodness of God's grace and Him just pouring His Spirit out on us. And I, I'm telling you now, I, I, I like to feel the Spirit. Amen? Amen. And I have felt Him rush my way many, many times. Uh, but I want you to know, Sunday was a special time. I believe the Lord just really. Mm -hmm. He told that mercy and that mm -hmm. grace and that love. And mm -hmm. it was uh, something good to be had. And, and I was thankful for it. And I, I talked to the Lord about it. And I said, Lord, I want that again. I, you know, I, 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 I kind of joked there earlier, you know, once you get a taste of the Lord, you really don't want anything else. The song that Brother Jeremy says, really, uh, the song that he sung, you don't want to go back to this world. This world's not your home. Right. And so I begin to think and dwell a little bit about the Spirit and, and living in the Spirit and being filled with the Spirit. And the Lord brought me to this chapter and to this book and this place. And you say, Preacher, is, is that connected? Well, let me just share with you what the Lord showed me. And, and, and it's going to go right along, I think, with everything that's been said tonight. I notice in the end of the story, there's a family that was saved. Mm -hmm. There's a family that, that got saved. They, right. Their lives were changed. Uh, they were turned upside down. I can tell you, because this man was a Roman guard, uh, it, it was really not, they, they said earlier in Scripture, it was not lawful for him to hear of the things, let alone be a part of those things. Amen. That He went home and him and his family got saved. But before that happened, uh, sister, sister testified, I don't know if it was Sunday or when, but sister testified about a, our prayer list that we had and, and, and knowing about them people that's on that list. And the Lord's answered. I want you the Lord answered some of those things we prayed for. But there's still some things on there that He hasn't answered. And, and, and I got to thinking, the end result here was is that God got a hold of some people. He saved our lives. And the end result that we desire as a church is, is that God would use us to get a hold of some people that they might hear some uh, Spirit-filled preaching and they might be changed. That's our goal, amen? amen. It's to see that others don't go to hell. It's to see that people who start well, finish well. It's to see our goal is, is that the work of God be done. But I want you to see, I backed that thing up. I said, Lord, Sunday was so good and, 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 the, and it was just so easy to shout. It's just so easy to preach. It's just so easy to sing when the Spirit's there. Yeah, that's right. And so I begin to think about these people I believe God's got for us. Mm -hmm. You know, Paul and Silas was thrown in jail. And, 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 and if you're thrown in jail, you probably think, well, it's it, all poor pitiful me. Yep. You think about yourself. I would. If they threw me in jail, I wouldn't know what to do. Be scared of all them people that's in there. There was some guys at work talking about some television show about these people in prison and what they do and all the things that go on. This guy who used to work as a guard in a prison and he was telling me some stories, things happened to him. The Lord scared me to death. No, our prisons were way nicer than this prison. The prisons in those days sometimes cut cut into into old rocky caves and they just shove you in the farthest. Right place they could put you. They wouldn't put a light in there. You'd be in darkness. Right. Who knows what the conditions were. The Bible says here that they chained them to the floor. Listen, they were in a pitiful place. But they were where God could get some use out of them. <laughs> now I want you to see that. They were where God put them 
because there was a man in his family that needed saving. So I want, I, want, I want to share some things with you just real quickly if I can. I won't keep you long this evening. But I want you to see something. They were in a bad state. Verse 23 <coughs> says they had received many stripes. I don't know when the last time that you've been whooped uh, or received something like this. Probably never uh, that you've received something like this. This was not a good thing. It also says uh, that they were thrust into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. They were literally uh, chained and, and held tight in this place. Right. And then listen in verse 25. In verse 25 it says, And at midnight, mm -hmm. I'm going to preach on this for a minute, in the lowest place, in the most terrible times, that's when they begin. <laughs> To work for the Lord. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you, it's easy to praise God in the church house. Right. It's easy to sing of His praises. Right. It's easy. Uh, the easiest place you ever will testify is in the church house. And I'm just telling you right now. But they were able to do those things at midnight. <laughs> at the darkest time. Mm -hmm. At the lowest time. At the worst of times. I want you to understand. Midnight could be midnight in your life. Right. Can I tell you, uh, we got people left and right giving up on the Lord Amen. because their lives are at midnight. Mm -hmm. Their lives are in places where they feel chained up. Uh, their lives are in places where they feel overwhelmed and, and, and just undone. And what do they do? That's when they sit down on God. That's Amen. when they cry, Oh God, how could you do this to me? Lord, why would you do this to me? And let me just tell you, I'm just saying, if you don't get a hold of something, that's what you'll do. That's right, brother. I've been in low places. Amen. I've been in the midnight hour. I know what it's like to talk to God and say, God, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Be careful. Mm -hmm. When you get in the midnight hour, God could use you. Mm -hmm. But listen to this. Not only could it be your midnight hour, it could be the world's midnight hour. I don't know about you, but I look around and I worry about our country. Amen. I do. I worry about our country. We're in a mess. Uh, matter of fact, if you read your Bible real well, you know that there are some specific players in end time events. That's right. And now I'm I'm, I'm not a prophet. I'm not one that's going to go to that scripture and say that I know that it's this one or that one. But it just looks like to me like Russia's making a big deal out of things to be on the scene when God says they need to be on the scene. China has the ability to be on the scene when God has them on the scene. The That's Middle right. East has the ability right now to be on the scene when God would have them on the scene. What I'm telling you right now, it seems to me like the earth is getting in the midnight hour. Amen. That's what it seems like to me. Well, what do you say? Well, let me just say for a minute. Let's just talk just a minute about our own country, just for a moment, and just just think, just consider just some things that have happened in the past few years. This is the year 2020, and if it's, if changes happen like they've happened in the last 20 years since the year 2000, which most of us are, are pretty old in age, would say the year 2000 really isn't a long time ago. And we remember the year 2000. From the year 2000 to the year 2020, a whole lot of things have changed about our country. And not for the better. Amen. We, we, we are so confused. Uh, we, we don't know what bathroom to use. That's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. The midnight hour. We have gotten so confused. 
that we, we're, we're doing things crazy. We're doing unspeakable things. Listen, not only are they killing babies, which they've been doing for a long time, now they're talking about killing them after birth. That's right. That's right. I want you to know the midnight hour is upon us. The midnight hour is upon us. So preach, boy, now that's hard, hard preaching. Note the end of the story. There's still salvation. Listen, there's still a God sitting on the throne. There's still a Savior who overcame death, hell, and grave. There's still the ability for the Spirit to overcome. Do you know that revival can start? It can start right here in this church and get on this place around us. Let me tell you, they couldn't hold back the Spirit if the Spirit was moving. I get a lot of amens on that one. Y'all don't believe me. Amen. He's still God. Amen. He's still on the throne. You say, well, I don't, I don't know that the Bible teaches me that. I'm not saying we're going to change the end result, but I know I could take a few more with me if yeah. I'll just get in line with Him. Amen. The Bible tells me that we're two or three are gathered in His name. He'd be in the midst. That's right. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm gonna go farther with that. In the book of Matthew, it also says, when two, when two, we didn't get three in there. When two agree upon one thing, and it lines up with his will, Amen. There it go. will happen. There you go. Woo! I'm gonna run. Listen to me. Listen, y'all don't understand. We got a list of people that we want to see saved. If we get humble with God and get that sin out of our lives oh, and line up with Amen. Amen. You said, preacher, that's a personal choice. I believe the Spirit is able to overwhelm them. Mm -hmm. What he's saying, when, when the man left the, when they let that man down through the rooftop and they laid him down there, Jesus said, because of their faith, you have been forgiven of your sins. That's right. I'm telling you, when we get lined up with God, it don't matter if it's the midnight hour. He's still the Savior of the world. Amen. Church, I'm telling you, we can do something. That's right. We can do something with this right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got much. We not much. Oh, yes, you are. Mm -hmm. I heard this story. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. There was a young boy. Heard a preacher preach a message on that topic. Where two are gathered. Where two are gathered. And he said, Preacher, you really believe that that you said? Two people really agree upon something. God will do it. Preacher says it's in the Bible. Right. If it's in the Bible, I believe it. And that young boy said, Well, that's really good. Because my daddy's lost. He's lost as lost can be. He's an alcoholic. He won't come to step foot in church. He says ugly stuff. He's not good to me. He's not ever going to come here. But I believe the Lord's saved. <laughs> Listen to me. I'll be one. Preacher, will you be two? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Preacher looked at that young boy and he thought of determination, thought about the word of God and what he preached, and he said, Yes, sir. I'll be two. You stay with me just for a minute. The boy says, Good, I'll be one, and you be two. But I want to add something to it. I want him to get saved by Friday of this morning. Mm, this is Sunday night. That preacher thinks he's saved. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. I'm a little worried. Monday night comes along. 
Yeah, you don't show up. Juicy night comes along. Yeah, you don't show up. Wednesday night comes along. Preacher's starting to get a little nervous. Daddy don't show up. That boy comes in Thursday night smiling across his face. That preacher sees him. He says, You're too. Thursday night. Daddy don't come. It's Friday night. Service is about to start. Preacher sees the boy come in the back door. He's grinning from ear to ear. He stops to talk Mama. to the boy. He's thinking in his mind, i got to say something to this young man because what happens if, if the dad don't give in, don't get saved? He said, that boy looked at him. He said, Preacher, it's a good night to be in the house of God, isn't it? Preacher said, yes, son, it is a good night to be in the house of God. Tonight's the night my daddy's going to get saved. <laughs> Preacher didn't have heart to say anything to him. Choir began to sing and they began to sing songs and the preacher's looking. He don't even know what the man looks like. But he don't see him. He don't recognize no man that he don't know. Specials get up, testimonies break out, preachers like good. That'll give him a little bit more time to get here, maybe. Nobody comes in the doors. Preacher gets up, preaches the word, preaches the message. Nobody comes. They give the altar call. Some people come to the altar. Not this man. That preacher stands behind that pulpit. His heart's sinking. He looks over at that boy, and that boy's just smiling ear to ear. They're closing the service. And a man walks in the doors. A man he ain't never seen before. The little boy gets up, he looks back, grinning at and says, Preacher! That's my day! He's going to get saved tonight. Hey, man, he comes to the altar, gives his life to Jesus, and gets saved. Just Lord, God. Uh, church, we can do something. Mm-hmm. If we'll get our hearts in right, just get right with the Lord. Quit worrying about the things of this world. Amen. Put our trust in Jesus yeah. and watch Him just take care of it. That's right. Amen. I want you to see a couple of things. That jumped out at me as I read this scripture. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. It's midnight in the land, church. And I want you to know the only reason we have good service is somebody's getting ready. That's right. I can tell you this. Brother Mike mentioned, he said, there's good, there's unity here. We're, there's some agreement. And I'm telling you, that's that has to be there. Amen. If there's not unity there, we're we're struggling, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But let me just say, if you don't come ready to go to church, if you're not prayed up when you get here, we're not going to have those services Amen. where the Lord just takes care of it and cuts loose. We're not going to have them. I'm telling you right now. If you don't spend some time with the Lord, your heart's not going to be in the right place. You're not going to be on fire. You're not going to get up and sing full of the Spirit and shout and testify. I'm telling you right now, if we want to see God move, we got to pray. Amen. Now that's pretty simple, right? That's a simple message. Well, let me just ask you this question. What keeps us from it? What is stopping the church from owning itself before God? Amen, Brian. I was listening. I don't do this very often. 
But I was listening to a message that I preached because I wanted to remember what the Lord said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of y'all don't understand what I'm talking about. And I'm just saying the truth. I listened to a message that I preached because I wanted to hear what the Lord said. Amen. It was a message that I preached in revival at Brother Jonathan's church. And I wanted to go back to it. And I wanted the Lord to speak to my heart. I'm just saying the truth. About five minutes, all I can hear is how southern Brian sounds. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth. And then in the sixth minute, I ain't hearing nothing but what the Lord has to say. Uh-huh. I'm just telling you. But in that, in that, I, I remember doing well going over that scripture in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, which says, If my people, which are called by my name, Shall humble themselves. Amen. Y'all know the scripture. Mm-hmm. Secret to revival, I think I said. The recipe for revival. Mm-hmm. We know it. Mm-hmm. And in it, it says, and pray. Right. And pray. Church, I'm going to ask you to do something. See, because y'all, 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 y'all are meat. Y'all are the meat and potatoes of the church. That's right. I believe I've heard out of everybody that's in this house. He's talking about people that never testify. That's not y'all. That's right. I heard y'all. I know from you. I know that you love the Lord and that you want to see Him move. I want to ask you something. It's a midnight hour for somebody. It's a midnight hour for some folks. There's some people that are in danger of dropping out of this place and putting hell wide open. Church, I want you to pray. Listen to me. I want you to pray with sincerity. I want you to pray through. I want you to get a hold of the horns of the altar and say, Lord, it's going to be me and you. Yeah. Or it's not going to be anybody. Yeah. Amen, Brian. It says, and they pray. <laughs> Bless him, Lord. I want you to know he'll hear you. Amen. If you will begin to speak to him. Amen. Bless him, Lord. It says also, and they sang praises unto God. Mm-hmm. Amen. I want you to know we got to praise Him. And listen, we got to praise Him openly. Yes. I'm going to yes. push something here now. Yes. The jailer said, What must I do to be saved? Yeah. Did you, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. He's a Roman. What in the world is He asking them that for? Listen, they just spared his life. That's great. Amen. They just kept him from dying. That's fantastic. But there's no reason for him to just jump into their uh, religion all of a sudden, except he had heard. That's right. That they had something to sing about. Amen. He had heard the words of their song. Listen, you need to praise the Lord in mixed company. Yeah. That's right. They need to hear you. That's right. I want you to know that man at. that you was talking about that got upset. You know what? I was thinking, he's heard. <laughs> he's heard! The Lord's playing seed in his heart and life, and the Lord's getting a hold of him. Lord. That's why he don't like it. That spirit ain't mixing with the world that's in him, and it's not comfortable, and it makes him listen. The Bible says that's like cold water and hot water. Lukewarm will make you want to Puke, it makes you want to spew it out. That's why he says that about the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelation. That man's not having it because the world's in him. Praise God, he heard. Praise God, he heard. Church, how can they hear if we ain't saying it? 
Mm-hmm. Amen. I want you to hear something else. Salvation happened over here, right? Y'all saw that. The salvation happened over here. It says, And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord. The preaching happens in verses 31 and 32. Right. But the, but the prayer and the praise happened in verse 25, 24, 23. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. I want you to know something. Preacher preaches as hard as he preaches, but if you hadn't prayed, right? Amen. Right? That spirit can't flow. That's right. Preacher preaches as hard as he wants to. But if you had to praise the Lord, that spirit ain't going nowhere. That's right. Amen. I'm just telling you the truth. You want to till some ground? Oh, listen to me, church. Y'all want to help till some ground up? We get some souls saved. Get that preacher to preach a word and let the Lord water it. Let's pray and praise those for a little bit. Amen. 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 Listen, listen. The scripture is very clear here. Look at it. Verse 25. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. Listen. And the prisoners heard them. Mm-hmm. And that's the last verse I'm going to read to you. Mm-hmm. They had some prisoners locked up. Mm-hmm. Chained up. Amen, brother. Hear me now. They live right down the road here. That's right. They're your neighbors. They, they're members of your families. That's right. They some prisoners. They some prisoners, I believe, come through these doors. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. Some prisoners. Bound up, chained up. Somebody needs to pray. Amen. Somebody needs to praise the Lord. I want you to know what happened Sunday. This, I'm t- this is the Lord. Lord showed this to me. I, I, I didn't see it coming. I read this scripture and didn't see it coming. And then he slapped me upside the face and he said, Did you not pay attention to what I'm trying to show you? There's some people that come in those doors that are prisoners. Yeah. And what did they witness? Amen. Somebody hear me right now. Some young people in the house. Young people, listen to me for just a moment. You only was just listening and see if I'm right about this. There's a lot of things out in the world that draw your attention. There's a lot of things out in this world that the devil would like to entice you with. Brother talked about the flesh and its desires. Can I tell you right now, drugs are ripping up our families and our homes. Listen to me, drugs are getting a hold of people left and right, left and right. Why is that? Because there's a hunger in them that they don't know how to satisfy. But can I tell you this? Listen to me, church. Listen to me. When God overwhelms you, it's better than any drug anything the world has to offer. Can I tell you, if the young people go to the house of God and they can't feel the power of God and see the Spirit of God move in people's lives, the devil will offer them something that they think is better. But when they see God's people praying and praising the Lord with truth, they say there's something to that. There's something on those people's lives. And I can get some of that. I want the things. You tilt some Yes. Amen, Let me tell you, church, God is still alive and He's still real. Amen. And there's still people that know how to worship Him. Amen. And still people that know how to praise Him. Amen. There's still people that are praying and begging. Listen, oh, when's the last time oh, you got over your loved ones? 
And you cried tears and prayed over those people. Uh huh. You know what that used to happen? Yeah. 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 There's this song we <laughs> we like to make fun of an old bluegrass song. We said uh, Alex actually he or Ansley somebody. So we need to learn that song and not tell nobody. And just go in and sing it because it's a little bit funny. <laughs> they know what song I'm talking about. <laughs> and it talks about hearing Mama pray in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Hearing Mama pray. And she prays so loud it wakes up all the neighbors. And it's a little funny, cute, little cute song. But it's really talking about something that's real. I've heard preachers testify about hearing the preachers of old on the backsides of the hills out there calling out, crying to God, begging Him so that they might have a word, that God might work in their life. Can I tell you, when you was a, a little kid and you come to church, I can tell you personally, I come to church and we'd meet in a back room like that and those men begin to pray and it shake the walls that pray so loud. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm not listening. I'm not getting on to anybody here. But I remember growing up when they said, let us all pray, I knew it was on. Yeah. Amen. That was about to be some praying. <laughs> that was about to be some preaching that would happen in that uh, praying. Uh, There's some thumping on the floor and calling God, tears crying out. And now when we pray, we just kind of, Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for what you're doing. What you're on, doing. And I appreciate you today, man. On, and it ain't got nothing to do with God, what God wants to do. That's right. Come on, brother. That's I right. want you to know, listen, you don't see anybody else. I hope I can be an example to let you know that God is still real. Amen. And He is worthy of giving yourself up to. Yes, yes He is. That service that happened on Sunday is a picture. It's a picture of what could happen every time we come together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just adoration for Him. Mm-hmm. Not holding back anything. And just letting her go. Amen. I, I'm going to tell you right now, listen, if we don't show it to the generation to come, it ain't going to be there anymore. And I want you to know I'm a little concerned. If we don't raise the generation up after us, they won't be. They won't be a people to show that God is worth living for. We say, preacher, what I'm saying what we've done is, is we've removed the power of God because we quit praying. We quit praising Him. We put somebody up here and maybe they'll speak well, talk well, and then we'll go home. And nothing happens. I'll go further with it. These churches are trying to use smoke and mirrors to evoke a feeling and a response. That's right. Amen. Colored lights and fog oh, machines yeah, yeah. And, and music that will thump and, and make you move and want to move and all that. And all that is, is to, listen to me, it's to replicate the Spirit. That's right. Or just replicating the Spirit. Listen, I'm not saying in every one of those songs that the words aren't good and there's not good in them. But what I'm saying is, is when you replace the moving of the Holy Spirit with man-made things, you have a problem. And so what happens is, is that, that we've taken out the prayer. You know, we'll pray for about 20 seconds at the beginning of a service, and then we'll just try to go on and have service, and then we'll sing a few songs, but they're not filled with the Spirit because nobody's praying and nobody's ready to sing. Amen. Oh, no. And so we sing some songs out of a book, 
They didn't want to expect a preacher to get up there and call fire down from hell no. and make us feel good and help us out a certain time. We'll go down the road and join that church because they got a better youth program and they got colorful lights and they got music that's more Come modern on. and God's not in any of it. Amen. That's right, Brian. Amen, brother. I don't want to see my families get hooked on drugs. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see families broken in divorce. What's got to happen? The Spirit of the Lord's got to get people's lives. That's what's got to happen. We've got to get more of Jesus than we have in this world. That's what Brother Michael's really telling you. Amen. Flee from the things of this world. The Bible tells you run, run, run from those sins. Because your flesh lusts after them. How do I get away from them? They keep coming back to haunt me. Just put some Jesus in. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's Amen. all you need to do. Uh, there's been so many examples of it. I believe it was Brother Mason talked about it. just getting up, pray, pray more, pray in the middle of the day, pray at the end of the day. Yeah. And I was thinking, it's Jesus. That's more Jesus. That's yeah. more Jesus. Yeah. You know what? There ain't no room left for the world. Uh -huh. There ain't no more room for the devil. When you say, Lord, thank you, you get up and you start praising him and you sing that song as you walk around your house and you're doing your chores and cleaning. <laughs> and, and, and the devil, oh, before man. he was beating you up and he was eating on you and making you worry about this, making you worry about that, all that stuff just it kind of disappears because it's just so much Jesus in it. Amen. That's good. Hey man, why don't we just get a hold of Jesus? Yeah. We yeah. can have church. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not trying to say anything about Brian. I just want you to know how much I'm in love with Jesus. Amen. I shouted more tonight in my house than I think I've ever shouted. I'm nearly hoarse because I love him and he's worthy. There wasn't nobody there with me. Praise the Lord. He yeah. got there. Glory. I was praying and he just come on to sing. <laughs> it was a while that I couldn't say anything at all. I started just praising him, praising him. There he was. Yes. And he was on his side. I thought, it, it, Bless if him, I had close neighbors, they would say, this man is crazy. Yeah. And then I got, to, I got to thinking, good, they would hear. Well, and maybe the God. seed would be planted. Yeah. Bless him, Lord. It's time that somebody hear. Amen. I want this to be said. I'm about to close. I want it to be said. There's something going on. That's right. At Mount Moriah. Amen. I want some prisoners to hear. Not on top of Some people that's bound up. I want them to say, there's something going on at that church. I was there. I went by visits. You wouldn't believe what happened to that church. Mm -hmm. I want a murmur to begin. That's what I'm praying for, church. I'm telling you right now, this is what Brian is praying for. He gets on his hands and knees. He begins to call out your names. And he begins to talk to God about you. I'm talking about you. If you don't Bless talk to him, heart, I talk Lord. to him about you. Bless his heart, Lord. Because I want him to fill you up so that you can't take it anymore. Bless his heart. I want you to burst on your seat, brother. Mike. Yes. Just say, I can't wait to testify of his goodness. Yes. Bless him, Lord. That's what I want for you. Bless him, Father. Because I'm ready. I'm ready for a murmur to begin. Yeah, that's good. The Bible says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Yeah, we need a suddenly. Amen. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready, brother. Yeah. I come, I had no idea what God had in store. 
Had no idea. This is what I'm telling you. I'm just being real honest. Had no idea what God had this story brought us here. But God has shown me a vision. Blessing, Lord. This church, listen to me, can be the beginning of a great earthquake. Listen. Listen to me. Chains can fall away. Amen. Sail doors can't come up. Listen, y'all don't understand. I'll be one. If you'll be two. Yeah. I'll be one. If you'll be two. He said he would do it. And I believe him. It's in his word. <laughs> think about it right now. I want you to think about it just right now. What's a door that needs to be opened? Mm. Think about it right now. Just real quickly. What's a door that's been closed that needs to be opened? Mm-hmm. You know somebody. you got somebody in your mind. They've been closed off. Away from the church. They've been, they've been sealed up. They might have been to church before they may even be Christians. And they've walked away from God. Listen. And they've closed the door. Listen. God will open that door. The Bible tells me the doors that He shuts, no man opens. And the doors He opens, no man shuts. That's right. Somebody's got an addiction. Think about it right now. Think about it. Let the Spirit just guide your mind real quickly. There's some prisoners that we know. There's somebody that's got addictions in their life right now. And they need to be free of those things. I'll be one. You be two. God's going to answer that. It's time. A great earthquake start. And it can start in us. I've been praying over this revival and I hope you have too. I really do. I, I, I ask you to pray. God will do a mighty work. There's some doors that are shut there. There's some chains that are there. There's some lost people that need to be saved. God can do it all. Amen. He can do it all. Amen. Not because of me, but because of Him and the obedience of His people. Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine, according to the power that worketh in us. In us. I need some people that are willing to be number two. Amen. Are you with me, church? Amen. I need somebody that's willing to be number two and stand say, Pastor, I'm going to stand beside you. I'm going to pray God's going to do something. He's going to start revival in us. There's things going to happen in this church that we're going to go look back on and say, I can't, Mike, I can't believe I got to be a part of that. Amen. Amen. I'll be one. Will you be too? Amen. Come get a verse of song. I don't know. Somebody might need to come pray. And we just skip that. Let's just all pray. Amen. I'm for that too. The Bible says they prayed. Come to the altar. Join us if you would in the altar prayer. And let's pray to God to get a work of miracle in our church.